Okay, so the next part of the series deals with um, just another part or another interlude that I must explain uh, where I come from in this story. And I must reiterate the, the reasoning for me choosing um, what I have. And, and I was thinking about this on my way here about um, why I love cartoons so much. Or um, considering that I'm a big kid. But, um, excuse me, not, um, <laughs> not in a literal sense, but in the sense of uh, creativity. Um, I'm an adult and I, I understand many things. But this point where even as a child I understood um, my worldview change uh, when I saw something, or even when someone presented even a, a pacifist um, in the concept, and this was the first concept that I had ever even considered um, being shown to me visually, and I revered uh, these things and uh, the time period that I grew up. So me coming up with a story I was inspired to do so um, because I wanted to create something I wanted to see um, visually, something um, I considered uh, a visual format. And what I mean by visual format is something that is a never-ending story. And I get chills thinking about it because it's inevitably what I always wanted to see when I when I saw something or I read a book and it ended or a series ended that was very good and always oh, great things they say end but to me no I, um, I, as a child and as an adult I wanted to continue just as life does but I wanted to know how those characters would react in certain situations after the uh, original author, um, you know, wrote what they wrote, and you know, you get updates, you even get, you know, 20 years afterwards for certain series or television shows, but not so much for stories, and I wanted to present this as a challenge for myself, creativity, um, excuse me, creatively, then um, imaginatively, and, and focusing and, and challenging the right and left brain part of my mind. So I sat down uh, after watching this series, and, and I've watched many series before, and many cartoons, and I wanted to create this. And so I just sat down and thought of this world, not thinking of me wanting to be in it, but already there and having crafting it, but wanting to personify these characters the way um, the ancients did uh, the way and when I say this please understand this is like uh, imaginatively because I don't know what the ancients did I don't even know what uh, my great-grandfather did I don't even know where I'm from but to talk about uh, imaginative mind so I imagine uh, elders you know saying congregating and sharing ideals not uh, fighting with one another, but uh, comparing creative um, inputs. Um, it's like, oh, well, I, I, I made this. Oh, man, I made this, man. Oh, well, oh, how about this? Like, it's, it's kind of a combo versus tearing uh, one another down. And so when it comes to um, saying something orally, 
um, I love ideas because the stories, um, I, I love stories. And when my mother or even others um, in my family would tell them, I always revere them. And, and so um, I took it to charge and, and took it creatively among smoking weed and things like this to soak in all of this information soak in all of these characters and then to craft them into another uh, totally different uh, but a total uh, mindset that uh, raises the question that someone can identify with and um, what I mean by that is if you forget your memories, how would you deal with certain things? And and that's what the stories is based off of. And and I love that because uh, it raises the question of nature versus nurture. And then how would uh, someone react, or how could you could you even put yourself in that position to identify with someone like that? And then two, how would you go about life? the things we hold dear so much, um, religion, family, um, (laughs) cars, possessions, um, whatever the case may be, um, if something was just, you know, done, inevitably, how would one deal with certain things and dealing with your neighbor's things, um, the same way, um, and, and a point like that, and the fantastic thing that I love about the story is that, if that exists, then anything exists in the world. If there's no template, no hieroglyphs, no nothing, recounting of the past, then uh, everything is possible. And that excites my palate. That is one of the most um, cool things about my poetry because even the concept itself um, is bemusing and confusing to one that reads it. But when you read it again, then they'll understand a little bit better. And then if they read the third time, they'll understand a little bit better because then they're looking at something else or they're looking at the emotions or um, a word that I chose for it. And uh, beyond the typos that I put in there, um, I believe that it is honest uh, mastery of words, uh, reminiscent of the, the feelings that I felt at the time that a character like that would feel. And so I was um, envisioning this and uh, feeling this, and, and so the characters will feel this. And what I mean by that is this uh, amusement or um, confusion, not confusion, 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 <laughs> when it comes to figuring something out or uh, a saving uh, a friend in need, uh, not emotionally, but to deal with um, a crisis. Um, and, and problems, and, and from that, not even knowing a basis or, or um, foundation to stand on, but just to stand on two feet and understanding like, hey, this needs to be done or a goal needs to be set. And I, I know people need to hear this, or I know someone could understand this. And, and I feel, once again, like this is a TED talk about creativity and, and creating this. And it's just an interlude in between the stories because I'll go back into it and explain them a little bit further afterwards because, once again, they need a, another explanation. But <laughs> this, I'll, I'll give another one to 
go into it uh, uh, another level of what I what I put into the stories because it's like four or five different layers. So uh, thank you for listening and thank you.